Blog Talk Radio. Everybody and welcome to Trundle Bed Tales Radio. We're doing one of our special travel times episodes this week, where we're actually talking to the people behind Trek Fest, which, uh, if you're not from Iowa, you may not be aware of, is the celebration of a future event in history. Then there's lots of days in Iowa that are celebrating some some historic event from times past, but this is probably the only one celebrating a future event. That's right, the future birth of Captain James Tiberius Kirk uh, that is scheduled to take place in Riverside, Iowa. And it's just a great time, and I think that you'll enjoy learning about it. If you want to call in, the number is 714-242-5253. That's 714-242-5253 or toll-free 1-877-633-9389. That's toll-free 1-877-633-9389. And we also have the chat room open. And a couple people are in the chat room, so hello to you. And I hope that... uh, you enjoy the show. If you have any questions, remember in the chat, you can go ahead and ask them there. And Lori's excited. She got the chat to work this time. Yeah, we've been having a little bit of trouble with it, so I'm glad that we've got it straightened out and going this time. Now, uh, my guest today to talk about uh, Trek Fest is Carol Regan. And Carol, I'm going to let you tell a little bit about yourself, and you're on air now. Okay. Well, thank you for taking time to have us on the air. My name is Carol Riggin, and I am from Riverside, Iowa. I am the vice president of the Riverside Area Community Club. We are a nonprofit organization. We are um, going strong. This is our 27th year for our town celebration, and um, we are, like I said, all volunteers, and I enjoy um, very much what I do in the community putting on a town celebration and and other activities throughout the year does take a lot of time, but I am very passionate about what I do as a volunteer in Riverside. Well, it certainly shows that there's a lot of dedicated people in Riverside. It's really a great event. But for the people who aren't around here, do you mind telling us exactly where Riverside, Iowa is in terms of that out-of-state people would understand? Um, Riverside, Iowa is approximately 15 miles south of Iowa City. It is a rural town in Washington County. Um, We are just a little bit over, um, or a little bit under, excuse me, of a 1,000 people population. And so we are just um, north of the bank of the English River, which the English River right now is pretty high. Well, it, yeah, there has been a lot of rain around here a lately. So, uh if they were looking for it, there's um sort of a landmark to help them find Riverside. There's a casino down there, right? 
Yes, um, the Riverside Casino and Golf Resort. Um, this is they've been going really strong um, for now four years. Um, it's been a great um, asset to Riverside to have them here. Um, it's a beautiful, beautiful um, facility. They are a five-star golf course. Um, they have live entertainment there, restaurants, um, some boutique salons, um, a spa, and like I said, it's just a really nice place for you know family to go and have a nice um, buffet dinner. And the events that they hold there at the convention center are really top-notch entertainment. And so it really has added a lot to Riverside. Um, it's generated a lot of um, income for Riverside to um, get a lot of stuff that we couldn't have had, you know, done without them being here in our town. So was Captain Kirk really from Riverside, Iowa? Well, in Kirk's biography, um, in the making of the Star Trek, it says he was born in a small town in the state of Iowa. Now, a lot of you might have known um, Steve Miller at the time was on the city council in Riverside, and he wanted to convince um, the city um, to accept, you know, that being the marking of the future birthplace. Um, you know, Gene Roddenberry is the creator of Star Trek and the co-author of the making of the Star Trek, and he was informed by the media that Steve Miller wanted Riverside to be the future birthplace because it mentioned it in this Star Trek making of Star Trek. So they had told Gene Roddenberry about it, and he replied that that was a very enterprising idea. And as far as he was concerned, Steve Miller was the first one that volunteered to have us marked as the future birthplace of Captain James T. Kirk. So upon learning these words, um, Paramount Studios basically gave the rights to Steve Miller and the city of Riverside to landmark this as the future birthplace of Captain James T. Kirk. And so Steve had to go back to the city council, which he did on March 25, 1985, to try to convince the city council to take this on and be the landmark, which this, um, you know, over the years has been so unique that it's actually um, not only state, but it's, you know, nationwide. People know about this. And yeah. it brought in some of my favorite lines in Star Trek because people know I always cheer when anybody say Iowa. And I, my favorite line in Star Trek, well, in, in almost all in the series, is in Star Trek Four when James T. Kirk says, uh, the girl says, what are you, from Iowa, out of space? And he says, oh, no, I'm from Iowa. I just work in <laughs> out of space. Uh, and this last movie, there was uh, they strengthened the connection because you actually see Riverside, Iowa, which is suddenly desert, um, with big canyons where Kirk's driving around and then the Riverside spaceship port. So I yelled very loud in the theater, which is why my brother won't go to the movies with me anymore. But uh, it's really great to see that kind of official support. So you're canon now. Yeah, in fact, when Paramount... Um, come out with this new Star Trek movie, they released 300 um, pre-show tickets to the city of Riverside. And so 300 people from Riverside went up and um, 
charter buses and some limousines by our local limousine um, company here in Riverside. And um, we got to view the movie before it was released, and it was a lot of fun. And, um, you know, the movie did give some credit to Riverside, even though they got the birth wrong. (laughs) So, anyway, I mean, that was a lot of fun that night. And, um, you know, it's, it's been, you know, something that nobody else has in small towns. Everybody has something unique about their town. That's why you go to that town. But nobody has this, and it's it's something that is very unique for Riverside. Um, people come from all over the world to see, and um, it's been a good thing for Riverside. And I think Steve Miller, um, you know, really people just need to keep thanking him because between him and the city council, and little did I know until about a year ago, that my um, father-in-law was the one that seconded the motion, but at the time he was not my father-in-law until later in years when I married his son. But it was just kind of unique that my father-in-law, you know, really got involved in that too. So, so, so you had a family connection to get you in. I had a family connection, didn't even know it. <laughs> so, where exactly it was Kirk born or will be born? I'm sorry. Okay. Well, he's going to be born behind what is the old barber shop um, years ago, but now it's currently a beauty shop, and it's right downtown, um, the scenic downtown of Riverside. Um, it's on First Street. Um, you know, I don't know for sure in 200-some years, you know, what building business will be in front of the landmark, but um, it's very easy to find um, right downtown Main Street. Um, it is a nice um, area. Um, you know, it has a big stone on the back that says "Future Birthplace of Captain James T. Kirk," and then our sign. Um, a lot of people go back there and want to get photographed by it. Um, so it's but you have to walk kind of in between two buildings to get back to it. But it is very well marked that when you go downtown, you know, Riverside, that you can actually find it. So other than Trekfest itself, you're probably most famous for Kirk Dirt. So what is that? Okay. Well, Kirk Dirt is something that we collect the dirt around the birth um, stone, and we put that in little vials. And people will come, and they want to purchase this Kirk Dirt. And there's a certificate that goes with this Kirk Dirt, and each certificate has their own um, certificate number, so nobody has the same number. Um, It was signed off um, at the time by our first um, president of the Riverside Area Community Club, and um, you can go on our website and you can see um, the certificate of authenticity, and then um, it will tell a little bit about that on that certificate. But to be honest, you know, People kind of laugh about that, but yet when they come to um, the Voyage Home Museum in Riverside, that is one souvenir that everybody seems to take with them and because everybody wants a little bit of that vial of dirt that comes from the birthplace. And the the proceeds, we just kind of keep, you know, putting it back and updating stuff around the monument would be like landscaping and the flowers and that kind of stuff. So... It is so on the if, website. 
so if somebody wanted to uh, get some dirt and they couldn't actually get there in person, they could go we to the website and get it there. Mm-hmm. So We've actually sent, you know, dirt to China. And <laughs> so it's it has been around, yes. But you so, can only get it in one spot in Riverside. So if if people come other than during Trek Fest, is there anything in Riverside Star Trek related for them to see? Yes. Well, we talked about the monument already, the Future Birthplace Monument. Um, there is a USS Riverside, and you can find that on the website as well, a picture of it. Um, it's a small scale um, of the Enterprise. That is something that um, a gentleman by the name of Paul McCracken and Kenny McCracken, his son, which is our president this year, um, they take that uh, U.S. That's Riverside all over, but that um, a lot of people really like to get their photo taken by that. There is a shuttlecraft um, that they could get their picture taken beside and look at that too. Um, it is named after um, Van Allen um, from the University of Iowa College, and then there is also some signs around town that just has the future um, birthplace of Captain James T. Kurt on it. Um, also at Murphy's Bar and Grill, there's a plaque in there that a lot of people like to go in and and uh, look at that plaque and get pictures beside that. Another thing um, very interesting that happened in the last, um, this is going on the fourth year, we have um, called the Voyage Home Museum. And um, in the last few years, they have outgrown their space and moved over to the other side of a building. It's still on the main street there in in Riverside, and very easy to find, but that is someplace very unique. It has the history of Riverside in it, and not only um, Star Trek stuff that you could go in, and there's a little gift shop in there. Um, The Voyage Home Museum is ran by um, volunteers. A lot of them are from our senior village that have been you know, retired and want something, you know, fun to do. They enjoy meeting people from all over the world that come in there. Um, it's a nonprofit organization that runs the Voyage Home Museum, and also the city of Riverside helps fund that to keep that open with just the overhead expense. So that is something that is very unique to see in that museum. There's a lot of display cases. Um, of all different types with Star Trek from the next generation to the Voyage and and the original Star Trek. So how did Trek Fest get started in the first place? Well, um, when it became the future birthplace in March, the Riverside Area Community Club decided it would be great to change the summer celebration from Riverfest to Trekfest because the whole idea was to attract tourism, you know, around, um, you know, the country with, you know, Star Trek. And it was amazing because um, that, when they did that, at the time there was a gentleman by the name of Robert Snyder, and he was the mayor and he actually, I think, was on vacation that week, 
and all of a sudden when this went live, he ended up having to come back to work and just nonstop answer phones. And it was in daily papers all over America, and they had TV news teams there um, in Riverside from Chicago and Kansas City. And it's just from day one, the celebration has just kept growing and growing. So do you get any support from or do you have any connection other than, than the rights to call yourself the the birthplace to the official Star Trek franchise? Well, um, we do not get any Star Trek franchise. Like I said, we're a nonprofit. All of our money comes from our um, sponsors, donations, um, tourism, people coming into town, um, our main fundraiser throughout the whole year is Trek Fest, and that's always held the last weekend in June on Friday evening and all day Saturday and Saturday night. So that is where the Riverside Area Community Club makes their um, funding to support the rest throughout the year and to keep keep it going. Now, it looked like TrekFest might have gotten, um, it looked for a while like TrekFest was going to be canceled this year, but now it seems to be back on track. So what happened with that? Well, the last few years, we've had some really bad weather, and um, I've been involved in TrekFest for quite a while, I would say probably 17 years, and it's usually very hot, but it seems like the last few years, um, we've had a lot of rain come during Trek Fest. Um, some of the events were flooded out because of the the river, the English River rising, and um, we, you know, that was some of our biggest um, fundraisers. And so things kind of got tight there. And uh, but you know, there's always a plan B. The the um, People that are involved with the Riverside Area Community Club, they never gave up. Um, if Plan A didn't work, Plan B did. This year we just word of mouth and started talking to people, and there was a group called MindBridge Foundation. They're out of Iowa City, Iowa. They're a sci-fi um, group, nonprofit. We went to them one night and visited with them and told them the situation that we was in, that we were very short on funding to start up operation. And MindBridge, um, I'm sure you know that they donated $5,000 to help support it. Now, what took place was the uh, Riverside Casino and Golf Resort, they was going to match $3,000. So when MindBridge come in and did the 5000 then, as you see, we were up to 8000 And then the River um, Products out of Iowa City, um, they donated $1,500. And then the uh, city or the Riverside um, People's Bank, they helped out as well. So it was truly amazing that... Um, MindBridge being a sci-fi wanted to keep this going and everybody knows a lot about, you know, Star Trek and Trek Fest and just wanted to keep this live and and vibrant. And so it was people 
that really come forward and to make us really understand that it was worth saving and to keep it going. So we did have to downscale a little bit this year. Um, we are not having any stars come in just because that's a you know huge added expense. The last couple years we did a uh, Sandbur Rodeo Productions, a, a great rodeo, but we could not you know be able to pull that off this year. So we downscaled, but there's a lot to offer for people coming in with families, and still there's a lot of stars you know trick stuff going on in town. So um, you know we just need to get back. You know, like I said, we're back on track, and we was able to pull it off, and we couldn't have done it without. Support. We did have um, on our website a PayPal. It was truly amazing how many people from all over the world helped support that and some local donations, sponsors. So it's here and it's going to be here in the end of June. So we're going to make it happen. Okay. If somebody wants to support you but they can't come, is the PayPal thing still on your website? The PayPal is still up and running. And also we do have a P.O. Box 55, um, Riverside, Iowa, and just to, you know, Riverside Area Community Club, P.O. Box 55. But PayPal is still up on there. And it says something like Save Trek Fest, and um, there, people are willing to, um, you know, support that. There is kind of a little incentive that if you donate $25 or more, um, we will send you a uh, free Kirk Dirt. Okay, now I go to a lot of small towns, and there's some things that you want to know right away. And one of them is where should you park? Because when there's an event going on in a small town, a lot of the normal spaces tend to get filled up with stuff. So where should people park? Okay, well, as I told you, Riverside is a small community um, under a thousand population. So a lot of people park. There is some parking available behind People's Bank. Uh, downtown there's parking. A lot of people park uh, along the uh, side streets, and there is a little bit of parking down in the park. But it's um, kind of a situation where everything is pretty much in one area in the park this year. So once they get parked, they would not have far really to walk to get down to the park. But um, we don't have parking ramps or anything like that, but it's just kind of like a you know a small town um, celebration where people just park and walk a little ways to get there. Is there uh, anything uh, special to eat? Are there booths? Is there uh, a group that's particularly famous or anything for their food? Okay, well, believe it or not, there's a lot. Um, places in you know Riverside to eat. Um, during Trek Fest, we do have food booths in the park. A lot of them are local groups that are trying. That's their fundraiser also for the year. The Ball Association is having one. Um, we have one um, during our demolition derby, a food booth on site. And then we have a main barbecue meal that comes on Saturday during the day from 11 to 3 which um, that is a full barbecue meal. We also have um, the casino. You know, there's Godfather's, there's A&W, there's Subway, Murphy's Bar and Grill, there's the Ice House. And then if you really want some good, um, if you got a sweet tooth, um, during Trek Fest this year, um, Barb, 
um, she's with the St. Mary's Catholic Church. They're having Barb's homemade apple pie and ice cream, and that was a kickoff of Invasion Iowa when she auditioned for um, to be in the uh, movie uh, that turned out to be a reality show. She was the lady that was the church secretary at the time and brought in a um, homemade apple pie. So that's, we're going to be selling apple pie on site that Barb has made in the Catholic Ladies. And then um, also right downtown, uh, also in Riverside, Green Street Sweets has ice cream, and they they name during uh, Trek Fest month, they have a lot of different ice creams named after different Star Trek stars. Okay. Now, if you're coming so in... to eat. Okay, I kind of got that. Um, if uh, so, if you're coming in from out of town, where do you recommend they stay? Okay, well, I definitely will have to um, talk up the Riverside area casino and golf resort. That's a very nice hotel to stay at. Um, Kelowna is only seven miles west of Riverside, and they have uh, the Polar Inn, and they have a lot of different bed and breakfasts. Um, Washington is only about 14, 15 miles south of Riverside, and they have, you know, two or three hotels there. Some people like to come and camp, so we recommend um, Ainsworth has Mar Park. Kelowna has a few places, campsites. Um, so, I mean, it's whatever, you know, accommodations you're wanting. They're within 15 to 20 minutes, you know, from Riverside, so you're not far from the celebration. Um, now, one thing that I had to do when I came down to TrekFest was to get a T-shirt. Are you still doing the TrekFest T-shirts? Yes. Um, every year, there is a different design of the T-shirt. And Flying Squeegee from Washington, Iowa, um, Lori designs the T-shirt for us. Um, this year, as you know, Assignment Earth is the theme, and so this is the type of T-shirt that she will be designing. And those T-shirts are sold at the Voyage Home Museum and also at a um, vendor down in the park. We will be selling them at one of our tables. But Now, those T-shirts, once they're made, they're also sold throughout the year, if there's any left over, you know, they will sell them throughout the year at the museum. So if you can't make it to Trekfest this year or, you know, during that time, they, they'll be there at the museum. But um, they're very unique uh, shirts, and um, so every year she's phenomenal. She has a very creative eye, and um, she, well, the whole family is huge into Star Trek. Well, it's hard not to be. So uh, we're we're kind of down to the end of the half hour. Why don't you tell me uh, what the dates are for this year? Okay. The dates are, like I said, it's always the last weekend in June, and this year the dates are June 24th and June 25th. And, um, you know, it, it starts on Friday evening and goes through Saturday night. Now, if they want to f learn more about what goes on at TrekFest, as far as uh, you usually have a costume contest, there's usually some kind of Star Trek viewing thing going on. There's normally some, you know, like vendors around with different things. Uh, there's a, a schedule on your website, right? Uh, why don't you yeah. go ahead and give us the address? 
The website is www.trekfest.com, trekfest.com, and you'll be able to get up on the website, and it will have all the events. It will have um, your PayPal there, and you'll be able to go into the gift shop and see some of the things that are in the gift shop. And like I said, some of that gift shop stuff does need to be updated um, here very soon it will be that you can see a lot of the stuff that we're having this year to sell. Okay, we've got a we've got a caller uh wanting to say something. So, okay. uh caller, why don't uh you should be on air now. Hello, my name's Kim McCrack and how are you doing? I'm president of Riverside Area Community Club. Well, thank you for calling in. As we've just been learning all sorts of interesting things about Trek Fest. Yes, and Carol's been doing a great job. Thank you. Uh, some, <laughs> some, of, some of the things you forgot to mention is we got like uh, famous buds meet. We also have uh, this year down in the park we're going to have Federation games, which are basically basically for the kids. Um, some things like that. So there'll be some entertainment, some activities actually to along with our viewing items. Well, that'll be great. Federation games sounds a lot of, like a lot of fun. It should be quite interesting. Uh, we also uh, also have, what, four bands this year, I do believe, total. Uh, one on Friday night called Insectoids, Sensaholics in the morning, just after the parade. We'll also have uh, a square dance, and there'll also be a uh, Who's Playing in the evening. And in the middle of all that, we'll have Five Year Mission, which is a group that plays analogs to each episode of Star Trek. So, it sounds like we got a bunch of stuff going on in Riverside this year. I can just hardly wait. Um, and we're really coming down to the end of time, so I'm going to thank you very much, for both of you, for calling in and doing travel times, and uh, just great luck with your, uh, with your event this year. We thank you and appreciate all your help. Yes. No problem. Thank you, Sarah. We enjoyed this time. Thank you so okay. much. I hope to see everybody at Trekfest this year. Yep. And let's go ahead, since we are out of time, let's play this theme, and we'll join me again next time for Trendle Bed Tales. Mm-hmm. 